from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Yeah, our moms. Yeah. Woo! Yay, mom. I don't think my mom cares, but... No, my mom doesn't either. Yes, she does. <laughs> it's the best beer one. She said, when I said, hey, mom, is my podcast the best beer one? And she's like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> that's nice, dear. Oh, you got a that, that's nice, dear? That's not what I got. <laughs> I got the, the total indifference. Yeah, no, I, I didn't get that. I was just, that was wishful thinking. Right. <laughs> All right. So it is St. Patrick's Day today. Yay! Uh, we're recording this uh, at 9 a.m. on uh, St. Patty's Day. We just wrapped Guinness up our hand. well. Our uh, our brew is chilling right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the American IPA. Yep. Uh, we started brewing at quarter to six a.m. this morning. Yes, we did. So we can get to a brewery release or uh, opening grand opening at uh at uh, eleven a.m. Swinging Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, swing, swinging Bridge is opening up, so next week we'll kind of give you a rundown of how the beers are and yeah. how that how that's doing. But before we get too deep here, uh, what have you been up to brewing-wise, man? Um, trying to get my mead to ferment. We talked a little earlier. I took a gravity reading, and it's moved like 20. It went from like 1090 to like 1070. Hmm. It's, it's just kind of stuck. The first time, the first pitch was with old ale yeast, so that makes sense. So then I put some the some white wine yeast in it after starting it, and it still didn't do anything after like eight days. And I was like, that should be fermenting by now. And then, so I pitched again with the same white wine yeast that's new with nutrient. So hopefully that'll go. Yeah. It tastes good. I mean, it's really sweet because it's just full of honey, but it it hasn't gone bad or anything. Yeah. So it's still fine, and I'm just hoping it takes off. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to figure out what to do. Cause it's yeah, got, I, it's I don't know. Um, Thomas, uh, I know you're listening. Uh, yeah. Any ideas on... What could help out with that mead, or actually, really any any uh, other mead makers out there? Mm-hmm. If you have any ideas on what could help this fermentation, uh, let us know. Or what yeah. could be wrong? We'd love just to so, hear about it. Uh, that doesn't happen again, so we can resolve yeah. the issue. I mean, I know temperature's fine. I mean, we're in the or like the low 60s, and you've done like yeast nutrient with your pitches, right? This is the first time I've done. Okay, it. so I'm I'm not like it's not stuck for sure now. Because I just, uh, it was like three days ago that I did that, and I'm I'm not dicking with it. But uh, it's still not bubbling in the airlock, but one of the caps is a little cracked, so it'll be fine. I'm not worried about the bubbles, but it's not... The, it the gravity's not going down. But we'll see now that I put the nutrient in there and stuff. The other thing, um, make sure there's enough oxygen in there. Uh, so, like, give it a good, uh, yeah, good no, agitation. A, okay. I gave it a nice shake every time I put new yeast in. Okay. So, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's stuck, and I'm figuring it out. Hopefully it was just, you know, pH imbalance, and the nutrient will fix that and give it a nice pH to work with. Then I might have too much yeast in there, and it's just going to go super just quick. <laughs> so, who knows? Oh, Raggy. Now that, I, now that I fixed the problem, maybe all the you yeast may, will take you off. Like, you overfixed? Yeah. You're like, oh no, oh no, make it stop, please, help. Ah. 
So it's in the basement, so if it blows out, no big deal. Yeah. It'll just go on the floor and then I'll just blame it on my dad. That works. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we put the flame out, Hobson? I don't recall doing it. You want to go run in and put some hops in? Yep. All, right, all right, yeah, we're going to pause for a second. <laughs> Crisis averted. All right, all right. we're good. <laughs> and it was still hot enough where yep. it, instead of a flame out addition, we did a hop stand. There so go. we got that going for us. <laughs> so the, uh, the recipe got altered a touch. <laughs> on accident. You heard it here. Well, that's what happens when you start at quarter to five or quarter to six in the morning. Like. But yeah, I'm, well, I'm glad you thought of that now versus when it's totally cooled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that would have been bad. <laughs> All right. Woo. All right. Yeah, we'll make sure to write that in the notes in our brew log. Yeah. To, uh... <laughs> didn't, didn't go exactly as planned. Whoopsie. All right. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, we've been doing the... Or, uh, oh, yeah. What else have you been up to brewing-wise? Sorry. Got it. Oh, that's funny. I just dry hop my IPA and my... Or my, uh, Amber. Yeah, my Amber. You said one was it turned out a little bitter, more bitter than you. The thought. amber was real bitter when I tried it. Gravity's good; it's solid on the numbers. Um, it's about five and a half percent, but it was real bitter. But I'm thinking once it gets carved and with the dry hop that I did, it'll still be pretty bitter. But it'll be there wasn't a lot of flavor was the issue. It wasn't oh, okay. too bitter for a beer. It was just all bitter, no flavor. Okay, so no, it. none of that malt sweetness was coming through. Not a lot. I mean, there was, but I'm t- like so, just very imbalanced. Hop wise, it was oh. a lot more bitter than flavor. Okay, so I'm hoping that the dry hop will give it some more flavor. It had flavor, just not enough. It yeah, just well help balanced. that help that hop character come through a little bit more. Yeah. And then I think once it's carved, that bitterness will calm down a bit. So we should be okay. But yeah. it was. I tried it and I was like, woo. Ooh, that's oh dear, oh no, <laughs> that's strong. But yeah, no. Other than that, I mean, I've just been working on those ones that I brewed, kind of maintaining them, and they're all. That one is fermented out, and it's just I dry hopped it, and then I'll be bottling it pretty soon. And then the IPA, the mosaic is almost done. It's down to gravity, but it's got to sit. Yeah, it's you know, a little finish bit out. Don't yeah. leave it on my dry hop too long. Otherwise, you're going to end up with uh, some grassy characters that you don't yeah. want. Um, like two two to four days is usually yeah. about all I'll leave it on there. So Yeah, I, I did it two days ago. Okay. So I'm probably going to bottle tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, yeah. Bottle this weekend and you should be fine. Mm-hmm. You just want to get it off some of that plant matter. Yep. Um. All right. Me, uh, brewing wine, I guess the biggest beer-related thing I did is I, I spent... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Pie Day, which was, uh, I guess, Tuesday, Tuesday this week, uh, setting up or playing with my Raspberry Pi and setting up uh, Raspberry Pints, Mm -hmm. which is a tap tracker. um, And we're going to use it to also track like our bottles and stuff. So at a glance, we can see what beers we have available, uh, what the IBU, the Gravity, um, the uh, SRM, uh, the ABV, all that stuff, just kind of at a glance. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and that, like, it, it's really cool. Like, we have it set up on the kegerator. And so, like, it's, it's, it's a pretty neat layout. Uh, the, the website was down all week. I wonder if it still is. Raspberrypints.com. 
Oh, okay. Raspberry Pines is back up. It was down for a while, but it's back up now, which is good. Would have helped me out a lot if it had been up when I was trying to do it, because I had to go through. Uh, I I had to go through Google and pull up the cached versions of all the web pages, and then copy out the text into a notepad. Uh, and so I didn't have any of the photos or anything, and like I had to, yeah, I I had to do a lot of sleuth work to get everything <laughs> that I needed to get it set up, because it was my first Raspberry Pi project, and I'm. I'm very rusty on Linux, just yeah. super rusty on Linux. So I had to uh, relearn how to use uh, uh, Debian. So okay, I don't know what any of that means, but some people might. All right, <laughs> some people might I mean, know I'm the just, Linux. I'm just saying I don't. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no. So it was it was a lot of fun, and it looks really cool, um, and it's super easy to use. I wish uh, I got to go in and modify it a little bit, uh, but then I have to brush off my Python skills and my PHP skills. So. We'll see how long that'll take me to get to. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Looks neat. It does. It does. That's uh, about what I got for you. Yeah. And, like, you can put a little, like, description in there. Like, I and doing it, I realized that the two beers I have on tap right now are both uh, from 2015. Mm-hmm. And both, uh, like, so one's, like, a 9.2% uh, Scottish or uh, Wee Heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Gravity Hammer, and I also have like a barrel aged version of that, and then we have Texas Night on, which is our imperial or barrel aged imperial stout. Yeah, that was that's thirteen point one percent, which was yeah. brewed early twenty fifteen in like March or April. Yeah, these are yeah they're heavy beers. Yeah, and they're they've been on there a while because it's a lot of a lot of. Oh, beer. You can have like one or two, and yeah. then you're like, okay, yep, I'm good now. Thanks. I shouldn't have more. Yeah. Now we put an IPA on there, though, and that goes quick. Yeah, yeah. The IPA that we get on there will be nice. And we ended up kegging the uh, uh, the Irish Red that we brewed because yep. we were too lazy to bottle this Sheer morning. Too laziness. Yeah, yep. Well, we were busy making breakfast is what yeah. it was. Like We yeah. made this awesome like sausage, cool. uh, egg, and uh, or potatoes. potatoes and onions mm. and cheese scramble. Like this just big pan of scramble. Yep, and it was <laughs> washed it down with a couple of pints of Guinness this morning, and yep, which is which also might be the reason we forgot to do the dry hop. <laughs> <laughs> we called it uh, Casey and Rick's Fleek Aff Breakfast Scramble. That's right, because we're hip with the kids. Yep, but not like yeah, we're just with their lingo. Yeah, not with actual children. Yeah, no, we don't hang out with kids. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, brew day today. Um, besides the uh, the dry or the 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 hopping incident, everything's yep. gone off without a yeah, hitch. You guys heard that? Um, <laughs> yep. We'll know. We'll know our uh, our OG uh, after the show here, um, and then we'll talk about that a little bit next week. Yeah. Um, but so far, everything looks like looks good, and looks like we're gonna hit our hit our gravities. We had our first boil over, which I didn't think was possible doing a five gallon boil in a 15 gallon pot. <laughs> didn't think we could have a, <laughs> we could have a boil over, but you can. It turns out you can, which is really good. No, good to know. Like mm-hmm. it's just good information to have. Yep. You totally can. Yep. Uh, it's also the first brew day that we've had since we started this, that it's been uh, above zero. Yeah. While we've been. Brewing. Yeah. We, we had the flame up too high because we were so used to it being so cold. Yep. And uh, yeah, you were out there blowing on it, and you're like, get a spoon! Get a spoon! Oh, God, get a spoon! <laughs> the blowing was not doing it. No, it was not. It was better than nothing. Yeah. 
because I didn't think to grab a spoon on my way out. I just saw it and freaked out, and I was like, oh, no. And then I get out there, and I'm like, what am I going to do? <laughs> we, we did have, well, everything's been flowing over today. We had the we had the yeast problem. <laughs> yeah, I went to the shake. The yeast started to, like, agitate a little bit to... <laughs> And then it just foamed out of the Turned beaker, into a volcano, just like you know, like a science project. <laughs> <laughs> then we overfilled the growler. Yep. <laughs> so everything overflowed. Today. We've just been having a mess day. <laughs> That's okay. But I mean, nothing went wrong. It just, yeah, it's just been a mess. Um, next week we should be able to taste the cream ale. I cracked one last night, and the carbonation's not quite there. It's tasting pretty good though. But we'll give you the fu- the full tasting notes hopefully next week. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, it's time to talk about what we're doing uh, next week. Yes, it is. Uh, the style is American Porter. American Porter. All right. Uh, it's it uh, In the BJCP style guidelines, it's 20A. Uh, the overall impression of this beer, a substantial malty dark beer with a complex and flavorful uh, dark malt character. The aroma is a medium light to medium strong dark malt aroma, often with a lightly burnt character. Optionally, may also show some additional malt character in support, grainy, bready, toffee-like, caramely, chocolate, coffee, rich, and or sweet. Um, hop aroma is low to high. So this is just kind of the gamut. You can hop this however you yeah, want. Yeah, you can. Often with a resiny, earthy, or floral character, may be dry hop. Fruity esters are moderate to none. So this is this is a pretty a more liberal yeah pretty broad guideline the compared to what we've been yeah. going through because this one's kind of like lots of hops or no hops sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, appearance medium brown to very dark brown, often with ruby or garnet like highlights. Can approach black in color. Clarity may be difficult to discern in such a dark beer, but when not opaque, will be clear, particularly when held up to light. Full tan colored head with moderately good head retention. Well, okay. Um, <clears throat> where are we at here? Flavor. Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. Uh, moderately strong malt flavor usually features a lightly burnt malt character and sometimes chocolate or coffee flavors with a bit of grainy dark malt dryness in the finish. Overall flavor may finish from dry to medium sweet, may have a sharp character from dark roasted grains, but should not be overly acrid, burnt or harsh. Medium to high bitterness, which can be accentuated by the dark malt. Hop flavor can vary from low to high with a resiny, earthy, or floral character and balances the dark malt flavors. The dark malt and hops should not clash. Dry hopped versions may have a resiny flavor. Fruity esters moderate to none. So there you go on that. All right, mouthfeel. Uh, medium to medium full body. Uh, moderately low to moderately high carbonation. Uh, stronger versions may have a slight alcohol warmth. May have a slight astringency from dark malts, although this character should not be strong. So some comments. Although a rather broad style open to brewer interpretation. What? There's a period there. Yeah, that's that's the end of the sentence. I mean, it's it's, it's a f- sentence fragment, but that's the end of it. I'm confused by it. Um, it says, although a rather dark broad style open to brewer interpretation... 
I feel like should, be should be a comma, a comma yeah. and then some more stuff. Yep. Or no, although. Um, anyway, dark malt intensity and flavor can vary significantly. May or may not have a strong hop character and may or may not have significant fermentation byproducts. Thus may seem to have an American or British character. Uh, history on this one. A stronger, more aggressive version of pre-prohibition porters and or English porters developed in the modern craft beer era. Historical versions existed, particularly on the U.S. East Coast, some of which are still being produced. Uh, see, historical beer pre-prohibition porters, so we'll get there when we get to that style. Sure. Uh, this style describes the American craft version. The modern craft version. Mm-hmm. That's what you, what you meant. Isn't that what I said? You said no, you said the American craft version. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Um, so the characteristic ingredients may contain several malts, predom- or prominently dark malts, which often include black malt. Chocolate malt is also often used. American hops typically used for bittering, but U.S. or U.K. finishing hops can be used. A clashing citrus quality is generally undesirable. Ale yeast can either be U.S. clean U.S. versions or characterful English varieties. Uh, style comparison, more bitter and often stronger with uh, more dark malt quanti- uh, qualities and dryness than English porters or pre-prohibition porters, less strong and assertive than American stouts. And my favorite part, the vital statistics. I do love the vital statistics. So your IBU should be 25 to 50, SRM 22 to 40, OG 1050 to 1070, final gravity. 1012 to 1018, and an ABV from 4.8 to 6.5. So some pretty broad stats there. Yeah, definitely as, some as broad far as stats. Things go. All right. Um, commercial examples: uh, Anchor Porter, Boulevard Bully Porter, Deschutes Black Butte Porter, uh, Founders Porter, Great Lakes Edmund Fitzgerald Porter, Smutty Nose Robust Porter, and Sierra Nevada's Porter. Uh, we have some Deschutes uh, Black Butte mm-hmm. because it was the easiest one to find, and I figured that one uh, you guys would be able to find as well. Yeah. Um, so uh, do you have any thoughts on how well this one fits the style? I mean, let's kind of go through here. Mm-hmm. Uh, start Starting with aroma. So on the aroma, um, I've been a little sick, so I'm, I'm having a hard time picking stuff up, but... Um, man, I get. Trying to get my whole face in this glass. A little bit of like toffee, uh, and. I can't tell if that's. Okay, I can smell it better out of the bottle. Okay. More concentrated. Yeah, definitely some toffee and like uh, like a bready character in there. Yeah. Definitely smells sweet. Yep, but kind of it has a kind of that uh, burnt smell just slightly. Yeah, that they talk about too. Um, appearance definitely uh, like a ruby, ruby highlight, but very dark brown. Yeah, it's it's very dark. But like you hold you hold it up to the light, and like you can catch those hints yeah, of there's red. Definitely, I mean it's definitely red once you hold it up to light. But it's still very dark, and then you put it on the table, and it's black. Yep. Which is it's black. Beer uh, flavor, man, this beer is dry. Yeah. Um, yep. You drink it, you swallow it, and it's gone. Yeah. Uh, 
there's a there's a chocolate there that I like that's the biggest thing I'm picking up is chocolate on the back end. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of like that burnt character right away. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like there's this nice uh, creamy dark chocolate. Yeah. On the well, back end. I'm I'm not digging it. Um, but I don't like chocolate. So. Oh, that's right. You hate chocolate. Yeah. And I don't mind chocolate flavors in beer, but this actually leaves like chocolate taste in my mouth. Yeah. Like it actually tastes like chocolate. Which and is I- great. <laughs> And that's not for me. I like, like I love the uh, the brownie batter taste that we had in eighteen. Mm-hmm. That was great, but that wasn't like eating a chocolate bar. This actually leaves even that texture in your mouth. Kind of, I don't really like that. But that's my personal opinion on it. I mean, it fits yeah. the style because it definitely has that flavor. Okay. Uh, um. Yeah. No. I. I really think that this fits the style almost yeah, to a T. It does. It's definitely not burnt or harsh or anything yeah. like uh, that. Yeah. Mouthfeel is definitely medium. Uh-huh. Um. The the hop flavor is fairly low because there's yeah. a lot of malt that's in there. But it, it. I would say, that's a pretty earthy. Hop flavor. Uh-huh. What I am getting on it. Hmm. Oh, there's a little. It's a little. Uh, resiny too. On that mid, mid area, you know. Yeah, but there's no, uh, no like citrus in there, which is good. None at all. No, um, no, it's kind of like a resiny, earthy. I wouldn't call it floral. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's start talking recipe a little bit here. You got the vital stats put up. I got you. Um, what kind of OG are we shooting <clears throat> for? Ten fifty to ten seventy. We got a pretty loose range there. Let's stay away from chocolate malts. Oh, see, I'm thinking, well, no, so chocolate malt doesn't have, like, it's not that chocolate character that you're thinking of, but it, it's going to... Where's that coming from in here, then? Uh, well, I mean, it it's part of it. Part of it's the chocolate malt. Part mm-hmm. of it's probably some of the yeast. But I'm thinking... We're gonna want some of that because that's gonna give us. Well, I don't. I don't have a problem with using some of it. I just okay. want like all of it. Yeah. So, quick uh, grain bill that I literally just threw together, and we can tweak around. Um, Ten pounds two row, uh, half a pound of uh, U.S. chocolate malt, and then half a pound of black malt. That sounds good to me. Um, and that gives us an SRM of thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Uh, to and an OG of ten sixty. That's your dead center on all these. Okay, so we're gonna stick with that one then. I'm that good should with be that. Good. Yeah. Um, the only thing we might want to do is, well, no, actually, and we're, then we're gonna we're gonna mash at a higher temperature. Okay. Um, and that'll give us more mouthfeel. So instead right. of like we've been doing like 151, 152, I think mm-hmm. we're gonna mash at like 157. Okay. Like just on that higher end to get it like get a little bit more of a chewy mouthfeel. Sure. Then we won't finish out quite as quite as low um but uh so hops yeah, you want something u.s what about like willamette yeah uh what kind of ibus are we looking for we are looking for 22 or wait 25 to 50 okay so <clears throat> we got we got some pretty open well range so there. if we do two ounces of willamette at 60 minutes that will give us 34 Okay. And then do we want to do a 30-minute edition, or do we just want to stick with... 
the bittering hop. Hmm. I'm thinking a little bit of a 30 minute. 30 as minute this warms sure. up, I'm getting some more hop character. Yeah. Not much, so let's grab some more Willow Matt. So maybe like a half ounce there? Something like that? Yeah, so. 0.5 at 30. Oops. Oops, not five ounces. I said 0.5. You dummy. That'll put us at 41. Which seems pretty good. Perfect. Alright, um, then yeast. Do we want to go with an American ale yeast or do we want to use a British yeast? Let's shoot British. Why not? I like British beers. Yeah, but this is an American beer. So, Oh, like, let's go American then. Alright, uh, so we're using American ale 2 with uh, the IPA. We've been using American ale, uh, just straight American ale for everything else except for the Irish. Um, so what do you think? Um, I guess I don't know much of the difference between those two. Yeah, I, well, let's let's stick with American ale uh, because we know it's going to be clean. Oh, right. Yeah, we went over this when we did the IPA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's go with the, the okay. original American ale because we don't want any of that, a lot of the All right, that looks there. like it's going to... Says it's gonna fi- finish out at uh, ten fifteen, right around Perfect. there. Ten twelve to ten eighteen. So yep. we're shooting. Uh, and then six uh, percent ABV. Hey, we're right in all the vitals then. Boom. We're in like Saved. the middle of everything there. And that's been the goal, like shooting middle to style. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have final recipe: ten pounds American two row, half a pound of uh, black malt, and half a pound of chocolate malt. Um, then two ounces of Willamette at 60 minutes, uh, and half an ounce of Willamette at 30 minutes. Uh, and we're going to mash high to get a little bit more mouthfeel and more body out of that. Uh, and then, uh, we are using, we're going to ferment with, uh, 1056. Perfect. All right. That, that was easy. I thought that one was going to be a little harder than it was. No, that was, that was pretty simple. I mean, nice. Yeah, because I, I mean, I don't know if I've... I, you know, I take that back. I've brewed one porter, and it was a coffee porter. Okay. But, I, yeah, I don't usually do porters. It's not... Like, it's a style I love to drink. Yeah. It's just not one I've I've made. You know, sometimes you just don't get around to making some. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna... We're gonna do we're everything gonna get now. around to making everything. Yep. <laughs> Even some we've never heard of. <sighs> I'm looking at stuff. you, Grodzitski. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, and uh, if you guys want to follow along uh, with the Every Style Challenge and send your beers in uh, for us to try, we would really appreciate that. And if you send in your beer, we'll, uh, we'll get you something. Uh, t-shirts, as long as, they, as long as they're around. And, yeah, we'll uh, just send you a t-shirt, you send us some beer. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we'll definitely uh, hook you up with something. Um, if you have any questions, well, comments, show ideas, or, or what have you, uh, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios, and you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. Uh, if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash blindnewstudios and become a patron today, or click on the patron link at the bottom of our homepage at blindnewstudios.com. If you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head on over to blindnewstudios.com and click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our page. Uh, then when you do your shopping through Amazon, we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon, and it really helps us out. Um, if you... <sighs> 
I think that's about it. I did that out of order, so I was about to go back into the <laughs> feedback segment. But if you uh, have any feedback, like I just said, yeah, uh, go do those things. If you have, all right, feedback. guys, uh, keep brewing, and I'll see you next week. Bye.